Hello and welcome to another episode of Hashtag Human, my podcast where I like to um, chat about and look at all of those things that come up for us as human beings on our path to success. Often we hear about people's successes and what they've done right, but what I like to cover in this podcast or what I like to look into is all the things that we don't necessarily talk about, the things that we would prefer to pretend we don't feel or experience or have to work our way through. Today, um, I'm recording episode five, and this episode is kind of based around three things that I think always go together. Expectations, disappointment, and forgiveness. Now, when I'm talking about expectations, um, in this particular context, I'm looking more at our personal expectations, the expectations we have for ourselves, who we want to be, who we believe we are, the things that we want to achieve, um, the th- when we set goals or what we consider success to be like what it will look like for us, all of those expectations around how we believe we will act or who we believe we are um, at our core. And what I have found in my own experience over the last 10 years um, and the journeys that I've gone on as uh, first through my self-publishing of my my Oracle deck and then as a signed... um, published author and artist with Rockpool Publishing is that my personal expectations and what I thought things would look like and feel like have been really, really different. Some of that has come from my expectation of others or what in my own head I thought things would look like or people would be like. So I I do feel that there's personal responsibility there in the fact that I maybe hadn't done enough research or due diligence myself in relation to what to actually expect. And I think that's the thing. There's what we expect to happen, which is our expectations. But there's also this idea that things will turn out a certain way for us if we do the right thing or what we think is the right thing. And that's just not always the case either. So for me, when I first started out, I didn't even actually know what the end goal was. I didn't have an end goal. I was suffering from postnatal depression. I was told to find a way to connect back to me, to connect back to who I was without just being a mummy, who I was when I was just being Laura. And as part of that process, I connected back to the part of me that loved nature that loved being creative and artistic and I started to create artworks for my Southern Cross Oracle which was my self-published deck using feathers that I found while walking around my home here in the Bellingen Valley and as I started to paint those pictures and see the artworks taking shape this idea that I would have to have someone else illustrate the oracle deck I'd always dreamed of um, creating, I started to change my idea that maybe I could be that artist, that maybe I could be the one that creates my own artworks for that deck. 
And then through the creation of that deck and as I started to write meanings for each of those artworks and put the whole process together into the creation of a deck, I started to believe that I could do it myself, that I could self-publish the deck, that I could be Laura, who was an artist and an author, because up until that stage, I was just Laura who was a mum. That's all I was. So my own expectations of myself really changed in that process because I had to believe that I was capable of being more than I had been. And titles that I'd never thought I'd want to own or be able to own. Then when I submitted that self-published deck to a traditional publisher and got accepted for a publishing contract, that was a big thing for me. I can remember at the time feeling so unworthy and because it's all done behind the scenes and there's a lot of confidentiality around being signed, I couldn't even share it with anyone and at the time I so craved the, the, the chance to be able to talk to other people about it because I was having so much trouble in my own head putting together this idea that I was going to be internationally published it just seemed so unreal to me. So I, my expectations around that were completely un, un, unknown. I didn't know what to expect. I had read a lot. I, I guess there was a part of me that thought that I might become famous. <laughs> um, in hindsight, now I know it's definitely not the case with Oracle decks that you become famous. Um, and it's definitely not a big money maker, I now know. <laughs> but um, I did kind of hope that my decks would help people. That was, I guess, an expectation for me that people would be able to use my decks, um, work with them, and connect with them, and that it would somehow help them on that personal healing journey of their own, that it would help them form a better identity with who they are in relation to the world around them, that they would be able to do some of that self-awareness work where they were really getting to know themselves, all of who they are, even the bits that they would prefer to hide or pretend weren't there. And then as I've come through that, so I think it's now six years since I first, my um, Dreamtime reading cards became available internationally and my saltwater ones followed, I think, the next year. So now, you know, six years after that, I, I am in a place where a lot of people use my decks and my expectations around that, even now, I don't know what that will look like in five years time. I don't know if they'll still be being um, printed by then. I don't know if people will still want them. I don't really know what their lifetime will look like in that regard, but I know that I am a very different person to the person that made that deck originally as a Southern Cross Oracle deck. So what I've found is I do have very high expectations for myself, first and foremost. I expect myself to act with integrity, to be honest and transparent. I have very strong personal values and I really do try to lead by example I've always, as the eldest in my family, I've always had a leadership type role among my brothers and sisters, cousins and the extended family. And I, I do feel like with that leadership and that responsibility, 
I've always taken on other people's expectations of me as well. The fact that I am meant to be able to show leadership. So much so that I went on and studied leadership and management um, at TAFE and got an advanced diploma in leadership and management so that I actually had a physical piece of paper to show what I felt like I'd spent my entire lifetime doing just naturally. So personal leadership and cultural leadership are things that are very close to my heart. And I do believe in, like I said, leading by example. So I do try to be honest, open, trustworthy. I act with integrity. I do believe in justice. And I try really hard to just be kind to everyone and to understand that everyone is probably fighting their own internal battles. And if you can just smile, help them be able to smile, feel at ease, make their life a little less harsh, then I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So I do have these really strong expectations for myself. And I see that come through a lot with, as those that have listened to my other podcast will know, my inner critic is quite a harsh one. <laughs> um, she's often telling me why I'm not worthy and why I'm not good enough. And I think that that comes with these expectations that I should be a better person, that I want to be the best person I possibly can be. And I find that even when I'm setting goals for myself or where I'm looking at what I've actually already achieved or worked through, there's always a certain level of judgment there on how I've acted if I've been the best person I can be. Now, I actually think continuous improvement on a personal level is a good thing. I do want to try and do better, uh, be better, and look at ways that I can grow, change, and, and become a better person. And I think that will always be there for me. I'm very conscious of the fact that I think that's just a part of my personality. The big thing, though, is the disappointment that comes when I don't live up to my own expectations, when I find that my own human failings shine through and I don't do what I know would be the right thing to do or I don't achieve what I feel I should have been able to achieve given the opportunity, the timing and the the chance to actually commit to something. I do get very harsh on myself when I don't achieve something in a set outcome and there's no actual reason for why I couldn't. Um, it's just a case of I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't finish. Um, for example, last year I was studying a double diploma in training and assessment for my job at TAFE and for no real reason I didn't complete the diploma and I remember the day that my um, enrolment ran out and I realised that I wasn't going to get this double diploma that I put a lot of money in invest a lot of money in to be able to even study and the disappointment was so real and it was a personal disappointment it was that I'd let myself down that I should have tried harder or done better and actually completed this thing and at the time there was a whole lot of external circumstances that actually stopped me from being able to do that I quit my job so I couldn't do some of the practical elements of of the job um, my position at my job changed. So whereas before I was able to assess students, I was no longer able to assess students for that six months, the last six months of that course. 
And there was a whole lot of external factors that actually were the reason why I struggled to complete it. But when it came to reflecting on it, it was me that I blamed. I, I didn't even take into account the extent, um, external uh, things that were happening that meant that that didn't happen for me. It was only when I realized that I needed to forgive myself for not completing it and I started to look at you know, all of the circumstances around what was happening and the fact that I was unwell and had some health issues and stuff that I realized that I should never have blamed myself or been so harsh on myself in the first place. So that's why I say, for me personally, I find expectations, especially personal expectations, often lead to disappointment. And the only way to work through that disappointment is to forgive yourself for not being this shiny version of yourself that you think you are. We are just human. (laughs) And the amount of times that... I find myself having to remind myself of that fact is why I've created a podcast called Hashtag Human because this is my way of processing the fact that I will always have limitations. We all do. And those limitations are usually self-inflicted and they're usually things that we will spend our life trying to work around, trying to break through mindsets or barriers or, or self-imposed limitations that for whatever reason we impose on ourselves and there's a lot of growth that comes with that a lot of personal development and personal awareness that we need to work through as part of that process but the biggest thing we need to do is learn how to forgive ourselves when we don't live up to our own expectations and quite often we find that we expect a lot of others as well. And when they fail to live up to our expectations, there's this beautiful caring part of us sometimes that will come forward and and tell them that that's okay, that they're just human and, you know, that we shouldn't have probably had that stronger expectations for them in the first place, that perhaps we forgot to take into account um, personal traits. We already knew about them, but for some reason we forgot to factor in. But we often struggle to show that same empathy and that same compassion to ourselves when it comes to not living up to our own expectations. And I think that that's something that we all need to do. If we're going to be really honest with ourselves about what our own strengths and weaknesses are, we can't then punish ourselves when things that we do struggle with show up for us and limit the potential or the outcome that we were hoping for the more honest we can be with ourselves the more we can maybe work around what we know might challenge us then the more chance there is that we will have a realistic idea of what we'll actually be able to pull pull through Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on with that is Anything that doesn't work, like any time that we look back on something and we feel really disappointed, it is often because the expectations were maybe unrealistic. But it's also that there's lessons in there that if we actually pull it apart and use some of those business strategies and actually review all of the elements of why it didn't turn out exactly the way we imagined it to be, 
we can learn a lot about ourselves in that process. So my message with this episode is just be mindful of your personal expectations. Do expect more of yourself than you would from other people in your life. And if so, maybe have a little time to journal on why you think that is. Are you able to live up to your own expectations? Or will you constantly find yourself in a state of disappointment because you want to be this person, but the human being that you are sits kind of outside of that ideal person that you imagine yourself to be? And then have a look at how you can forgive yourself for just being who you are and for whatever failings or limitations that you feel um, let you down, is there a way that you could just own them and, and be able to accept them as part of who you are, that beautiful, perfect, imperfect person that's shiny and brilliant and so unique is allowed to have parts of themselves that you don't consider perfect. I know for me, trying to accept and love all of myself is a daily challenge. But I do also understand that what I consider my failings in many ways are what other people see as my strengths or my beauty or what you know what they're drawn to in me because those little broken bits they can relate to and they can see a familiar a familiarity there that they can connect to and that can help them work through some of their own processes and issues so i just want to send big love and hugs to everyone and if you are feeling a lot of disappointment about your own um, journey at the moment, like that you've let yourself down or that you haven't completed projects that you really wanted to, I want you just to take a moment to forgive yourself, to give yourself a big hug and to understand that just because you haven't done it the way you imagine now, that doesn't mean that if you do it again and again and again and maybe practice doing it in a way that is more aligned to you that you're not eventually going to get that beautiful success that you're looking for I know that that's what I'm going to keep striving for and I really hope you do too